Anyone can learn anything they want. It's all in your head. You just gotta spend time on it. What the hell is really going on here? Aloha. To find myself. My mind is a garden. I skip with it. I'm an artist. I love art and I love you. Welcome to the Bigsby Podcast. So it's a good time probably to let Clayton know. Clayton Larson, the director, producer, the guy who's been putting this all together for me. Yeah, I made a, I made a commitment promise to him or whatever that I wouldn't make any executive decisions without running it by him first. So thank God I'm not perfect. And uh, sometimes I uh, sometimes can, you know, break my word. Anyway, so here's the deal, Clayton. Um, as of now, this will no longer be called the Kearns Podcast, or I don't even know what it's called anyway. But from now on, I, I, I've uh, my executive decision is that we refer to it as Bigsby. That's it. Not the Bigsby Podcast, not this, just Bigsby. That's it. Okay, good. I'm glad you're stoked on that, and I think you think that's a great idea. So this is episode three, and uh, what happened here is there was a bunch of, I think... we. We have a bunch of episodes recorded and stuff. And now that this thing's been evolving, um, I went on a surf trip recently and it was one of those things where it's like, yeah, I need to get the fuck out of here. I need to get the fuck, like I'm losing it. Um, and I just went out into deep nature, whatever that means. And I'll give you as little information as possible, but I had to get on, let's put it this way, it's south of Alaska and it's north of Russia. Anyway, I'm out there in the middle of nowhere camping, way out there, blah, blah. And uh, this boat showed up with a bunch of pro surfers on it. And I was like, well, that's lame. And at the same time, whatever. And so it was actually, I was having a good time. And, and I actually was like, oh, so who's on this boat? And uh, there's a bunch of dudes on there and everything. And it was a bunch of young shreds that I don't even know who anybody was. But then someone said uh, that Greg Browning was on the boat and I've never met Greg Browning but I do remember JP a long time ago telling me he went on this trip to Kandui's and you know once you get to know someone like I know JP it's like we we pretty much just have like this language where it's like yeah that guy's cool that guy's not this guy's stoned that guy gets it that guy doesn't get it and he was always like actually that Greg Browning guy's pretty fucking smart and his brain's turned on and he's actually pretty pretty on it and I was like oh okay sweet so 10 years later fast forward I'm sitting in the middle of the bush fucking hanging out with wolves and bears or, oh, sorry, um, snakes and uh, parrots, because there's tons of snakes and parrots where this surf break is that I was at. And uh, and this boat showed up, and then I'm like, oh, fuck, sweet. So, And I actually took this podcast stuff with me, which I still don't know how to use, apparently. And so I had this shit with me. I'm like, am I even going to use this stuff? What is this? I'm just camping. Why do you have this shit? And then this boat shows up, and then I'm like, okay, well, here it is. Here's the moment. Uh, what are you going to do? You're going to just sit here and, or you have an opportunity to, to talk to this guy that actually I'd be into hearing what he's got to say, I think. Anyway, so then I went actually through the process of process. Fuck. Um, I went, I went and I just basically was like, fuck, here we go. Like this guy doesn't know who you are. And he was with some shreds, like some photographers and all this stuff. And so I actually went over and met those guys and just said, Hey, how's it going? Hey bro. And Hey, blah, blah, blah. And then I kind of worked my way closer and closer to him, this Greg Browning dude. And I was just like, Hey dude, like, um, 
And I actually asked a couple guys, is that guy chill or what? Like, and they were like, yeah, he's super cool, mellow. And I went over and I said, hey, dude, how's it going? And he's like, and I'm like, yeah, you don't know who I am. <laughs> and, you know, there's this guy with this big chin and these white teeth. And I'm like, hey, bro. Like, and I'm like, yeah, I'm just shooting this. I'm recording this podcast. And it's kind of like, I don't even know what it's about, but it's what I'm, I'm not really, I don't give a shit about what these young dudes got to say. And I'm actually really stoked on what you might have to say about stuff. And he was just like, yeah, fuck man. Cool. Right on. Uh, sure. I'll give it a go. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, I'll give it a go. Like he was just cool. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I got to know these guys a little bit and they were pretty cool. And the next day I just said, Hey dude, okay. I got it set up. Uh, do you want to come hang out? And he's like, yeah. And so I set up a couple microphones and the next thing you know, me and him are sitting there on the side of this beach, just bullshitting. And then I came back fully not expecting this to be anything. I'm just like, okay, I checked this out, whatever. The guy was cool. I recorded it, whatever. I had no expectation, no fucking idea. Just so I want to be very clear with everybody. I'm making so much money off this podcast. I'm just rolling in it. Like I got so much dough. I don't even know what to do with it. It's just like money everywhere. And it's just like, fuck, yeah, this would be a great way to make more money. And that's me being sarcastic. I'm not making a fucking dime and I don't care. So... I hit him up, we talked, and then I, I brought it back and I sent it to Clayton. And then uh, I just said, yeah, just check this out, man, whatever. And he's just like, dude, I want this to be the next episode because that's actually, that's what happened. Like, that's that that happened. Like, you just did that. And I'm like, yeah, fuck, great. Who cares? I guess, fuck, yeah. At the end of the day, man, I actually told this to, to Clayton. I said, fuck, man, at the end of the day, there's this moment where I had to just basically be like, okay, fuck, I can talk about this. I can check it out on the internet. I can do all this bullshit or I can actually just walk over to this dude and ask him for something and be, and he was just like, yeah, dude, fuck right on. And I'm like, huh, that was cool. But it was uncomfortable. Always is. Um, when I do something like that. So anyway, that, that this is uh, me and Greg Browning and fuck man, the kid, the guy was totally cool. And he's, and, uh, I, I hope he likes us and I hope, uh, I hope some people get some stuff out of this. And oh yeah, sorry, Clayton. Sorry about the executive decision. But yeah, this will be officially known as Bigsby now. And thanks for that. Okay, so here I am sitting out in the middle of butt fuck nowhere. And I was just out here so surfing with Noah. And we're not really in a place that we really want people to know about. And then this boat showed up and these guys are working. And there's a bunch of young shreds on board. And they're doing a bunch of work with body glove and stuff. And then I heard that Greg Browning was on the boat. And I was like, oh, I want to talk to that guy. I want to talk to him about The stuff. old guy on the boat. The old guy on the boat. The old actually guy might, on the boat. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, yeah, I mean, I, I know who you are from. We, we didn't meet till just yesterday, right? Yeah. Yep, and we haven't sure. even hung out. So um, first of all, thanks for doing this because I'm just learning how to do this stuff. So yeah, last night we talked a little bit, met, and then we haven't really talked much, but we do have some things in common. You... You used to work with Taylor, you used to do the drive-through videos and all yep. that. Yeah. And then you've also been a pro surfer for how long prior to now? How long were you professional surfer for? Yeah, I did uh, professional surfing for probably about 10, 10 or 12 years. Yeah. And then uh, got into making surf videos because I'd always come home from a trip and my brother would ask how the trip was and I'd be, we got two good days waves and he's all, no, 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 I don't care about the waves. What else did you do? So that was kind of how we started doing the drive-throughs was telling the story of everything else that happened on the trip and the waves were just kind of the bonus. Oh, sick. 
Yeah, it's funny because I just asked Noah about that. And Noah was like, I was like, what would you want to ask Greg Brown? He's like, dude, just those drive through videos were so sick. They were like real. They yeah. were dope, you know? It's fun. It was, it, was, it was really just that. It was my brother just asking what we did. And then I was like, well, I was with probably the funniest people you could ever go on a trip with. And Donovan and Benji. And, and then it just it evolved. And then Pat O'Connell came. Kalani came. One of my favorite guys, though, was Barney. And oh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. I'd never met him before he went on that trip, and we showed up at his house. I'd been talking to him over the phone, like, we're coming, we're coming. Showed up, and he's all, oh, you're actually here. And I was like, yeah, that's why I've been like, talking to you on the phone. actually here? <laughs> you know, all, it's surf industry. Nobody shows up, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. So the fact that we showed up at his door, he's like, oh, we're actually doing this. So, uh, funny. Yeah. And was that in, was that in uh, Santa Cruz or whatever yeah, when you showed we, up at his door? picked him up in Santa Cruz at his house and then drove up to the Oregon border and then just did the whole California coast for a month in the motorhome. Sick, dude. It's fun. Yeah, I, it's funny because I actually, I think that's the time that I got out of, what would that have been, 2000? When would that have been? Uh, probably 2001, right around there. Oh, yeah, 2000. yeah, yeah. I was in the midst of like, head down snowboard filmmaking but yeah i remember the videos and i i like i said to you taylor was down in solana and we were like helping him license music and shit so i'm sure we've crossed paths we for just, sure yeah for yeah. sure i i lived with him for probably about nine months that was usually the extent of my stays with people is i would get about nine months before i would move somewhere else or they would ask me to move somewhere else <laughs> <or> <laughs> Just enough time to have a kid, eh? Hey, yeah, I got two of those. Two of those. Sweet. Well, something else actually that we have in common is, um, so um, you went on that trip a long time ago to Kandui's. That's what I was trying to remember. And yeah. you went with, what was that What was that series that Benji started off with that well, he, you... You know, it was at the time when kind of guys were starting to make their own signature series movies. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't think I've ever met anybody as as... God, I, I, just as amazing as Benji is. I mean, mm -hmm. he's so diverse in in his friend groups, his 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 personality, everything about him just shines to hang out with him. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I was like, hey, we got to just do something. And he's all, really? Okay, that's cool. So what do we do? And I was like, well, let's start with a surf trip. And and so he just started calling people and being like, hey, I, so I got Tosh Hounen in, and he's gonna come and. Jack Johnson and it's like Tony Hawk and then JP went with us and I'm oh, that's like, that's right. Hawk went with you guys too. I forgot oh, about went, that. He went to Japan with us and and uh, I'd never met him and and yeah. it, it's just everybody's at is at Benji's level when you're hanging out with Benji. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's just such a unique guy. They just did that Momentum Generation documentary and I mean he's the guy. Oh yeah, it, it, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't it seen is, it yet. It is yeah. all. It is just the world you know, according to Benji Weatherly. So well, I, I love that. Cause like, that's the, that's the thing that I'd love. Like, like that he's got a mind that like, Oh, let's make a trip. And then by the way, let's throw JP Walker, Tosh town and Tony Hawk. And like was, uh, Tom Carroll was there too, Tom right? Carroll, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. sick. Cause those guys all love surfing. And like for us, it's like, we love to surf, but we love to snowboard. Yeah. You know, those guys yeah. love, to, love to snowboard, but they love to surf. So it was like this, mix of worlds and it was you could just see the different stokes that everybody had and yeah and uh it was awesome i mean i we surfed uh god the first day when we got there we surfed this wave it was pretty heavy 
on the shallow slabby reef and JP was like, what is this way? You know? <laughs> and Tosh, Sick. Tosh rips, obviously his dad was a world champion. So it's like, so who Tosh Townen's dad was Peter? PT. P- yeah. PT. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's in the bloodline. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what JP said. He said, you could just tell it was like natural and yeah. Actually just, JP told me a story that like some dudes like, I can't remember, but it's pretty funny the way he, the way he remembers it was like, some of you guys or whatever were on the boat, just kind of like sussing it out, like, oh, I don't know, and everything. And then, boom, Tosh was already on the fucking, already paddling out. And you guys are like trying to figure out whether this and that. And he was just fucking paddling out, charging. Like, yeah, just, you know, turn the brain off and just go live it up and charge, <laughs> man. One of my favorite things we did when we went to Japan and we were, all of those guys were skating around, we were filming them. And Tosh found this group of, of uh, Japanese skaters, couldn't talk but somehow organized a game of skate. And it was for a case of beer. And at that time, you know, skateboarders in Japan had no money. They were the lowest of low on the totem pole of, of pay. And obviously Tosh just smoked them. They like, get ready to give him money. And he's like, ah, nah, nah, nah. And he just skates off and leaves. And we're all standing there like. Tosh skated off, he just took yeah, off. Yeah, just yeah. bailed. It's like midnight, you know. And we're like, where the fuck did he go? Comes back with two cases of beer and just sits down, has beers with the guys. They don't speak English. Obviously, we don't speak Japanese. And yeah. it was just, it was the coolest, just vibey moment I, I had ever been a part of. Like, Wicked. It was so real. And <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. He takes off and goes get a case and just like, oh, we can't understand each other, but we can understand they, each they other. They were baffled. They, they yeah. just, he just crushed them in, in the game. And then he just bails and they're like, our favorite skateboarder just left like that. And yeah. Yeah, he came back. Dude. Yeah, he's epic. Yeah, that's cool. Those are I, good trips. You know, that's that's what I think Benji Benji did is he just brought such a eclectic group of guys together and, and uh yeah, just made it work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the that's the vibe I picked up from JP when he was telling me about it. Cause I mean I've been me and JP were running around making snowboard videos for, I don't know, a long time. So we have this total connection that, you know, you only have with certain people when you've traveled for a certain amount of time with filmers and stuff, sure. you know? So when he was reporting in about you guys, it was pretty sick. It was like, he kind of, I think I told you a bit of this last night. It was like, he kind of dialed everybody in, you know, he's like, this guy's like that, that guy's like that. But he was just, oh, yeah. he was he, just pumped and he was... He had Kalani on one of those trips. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Who... Yeah, both of us are big fans of for sure, but it was a pretty... And then he was telling me about how Tom Carroll was, like, nuts. Apparently, Tom Carroll was surfing these boards with, like, round holes in the bottom, no fins, and Tom Carroll's like, yeah, fins are fucked. Like, forget <laughs> fins. Like, do you remember something like that? Like, he had these weird yeah. boards or something? I don't know. I can't remember. I had to get everybody organized on the boat. So, like, you'd have the, the skaters that were first guys on the boat because they were so psyched. And Tom was always the last guy on the boat, always fiddling with something, you know, something <laughs> yeah. to make it just like a unique surf session for him. Yeah. But he was the last guy. So like my memory of that trip was just like, all right, I got to go back and get Tom. You know, everybody else is waiting for him. And it was just like, get Tom to the boat. But one of the funny things I was going to say about Kalani was his wife calls him Peter Pan. Yeah. Oh, he shit. he is just this. Little kid in a man's body. That, like, so I know when JP met him, they were just baffled. Like, yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, JP was baffled. Yeah. 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 He's also like fucking one of the sickest surfers who's ever fucking graced the planet, as far as I'm concerned. Still like, to this day. Like he, that dude. Yeah. Like, do you remember that? Was it the first momentum? He basically, I don't know. You, you surfers fucking for some reason get 
I, I don't get it, but I call that a backside 540. He did a backside 540 in the first momentum. Yep. You, but what do you call that a backside three? Actually, at that time, it was it was, a, it was on his special K board that he had he had drawn and and yeah, uh, yeah it was it, we were calling it a 360 air at that yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was so clean, so smooth, and like I mean, Kalani had world champion written yeah, on yeah, him, you know. Yeah. But like a lot of people, like we were talking last night, is like you fall victim to life sometimes, mm-hmm. and those little demons that just come out of nowhere and just kind of grab on and keep you from, I think sometimes just reaching that full potential, you yeah. know, and and you know, kind of maneuvering through that stuff is is hard, you know, it gets the best of them. Well, dude, it's I think it's I think the part. That's. I mean, this is a totally unconventional way of thinking, but like with someone like, there's a lot of people who I think I'm sure you know that that, that are just like the best surfers, skateboard, like people that just no one even knows about, and they're the best. Yep. Like, actually, I think so. So Kalani might have been the best, but like to try and fit him in any kind of a mold, yeah, like to where he would compete and all that kind of stuff. Like that's that that for me is not even fair because the guy was so unique like he's so sick like i remember seeing that shot cuz i was always i always used to take the piss out of surfers cuz i just i was a skateboarder you know <laughs> and then i saw that shot and i was like dude that was fucking gnarly like that wasn't that was like that was something that no one had ever done at that point right pretty much that clean that just everything about it was so new and yeah so big yeah and so here he is this sick dude and i'm probably sure this happens to a lot of people like you're this sick surfer and then all of a sudden the world starts telling you or people start telling you like oh yeah dude you're you're you, you're gonna be the best you're gonna be world champion you're gonna this this and this and then then you don't come up you come short on that and then you think you've like failed Except you haven't failed. You just haven't done it the way other people wanted you to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's for me. I'm like, I've always had that problem. I'm like, fuck, man. I could never fit into the mold of, like, the competition or the Olympics or any of that fucking shit. And then it was like, and then I was like, I was like, wait a minute. Skateboarding and was so, I'm free, but now I'm supposed to fit into this mold. Like, that's a hard thing to do. Yeah, I think you get, you get to that level where, like, you know, you're, you're, as good as say the, the the guys you know that you're that you're around and you're like okay so this is what's next logically I guess yeah yeah I guess and then you know you try it and and it isn't for everybody I I kind of found myself that you go to a contest you know you travel halfway around the world get to the event it's the, the worst wave anywhere around that place you know all the way in South Africa they surf one of the worst waves meanwhile. You know, a mile away, it's perfect. You'd go out, you'd get in a heat with one of your friends, you'd beat them, and then kind of not your friend for a little while. You yeah. know, and you're like, wait, you wait, beat what? me last week. Like, I was still your friend. And yeah. I just kind of found myself like not liking what it did to my friendships and and just what what I was getting from surfing. So luckily for, for me at that time, was when I met Taylor and we all kind of met Taylor and he was just filming and going to find waves. And so I would go to the contest, not surf the contest, not lose. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Not have my friends bummed out at me and score waves and, and have fun. That was kind of how I learned how to film was Taylor's a good surfer. So I would be like, all right, I got enough waves. Like 
go surf. We're the same size, so you'd wear my wetsuit or my board. And yeah, yeah, sick. Go surf, See, that's, and, yeah. And, and then it became fun. It became really social and really more about the experience. Yeah. Of like what we're doing right now, you yeah, know, like it's doing it. Fuck, hanging out and and yeah, living it and actually not, real time. Like not, right now, we're watching. God, that, that guy ripped the shit out of that wave. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I, I really love it. And I, I, I appreciate you saying because, um, like, I get it. And I think really Taylor was one of the guys in, in that, that started that whole thing. Like, I'm kind of a nerd about... So I grew up on Action Now magazine. Mm -hmm. So I skateboarded, but I just, like, discovered snowboarding and surfing through Action Now magazine. It was like, that was the only magazine there was back in the day. So then I started nerding out on surfing. So I know a bunch of stuff about surfing that I should never know just because I was like taking it in. And sure. one of the rumors I had from those days was I thought it was like, so Taylor was kind of out front doing this thing that no one really could understand because it, this isn't competition. But then he's making these movies and they're going off and that whole poor specimen thing. And then the question I have was, wasn't there something around Kelly and not like Quicksilver wanting him to not, did they not really understand filming for Taylor's movies and stuff? Like what, what yeah, was that yeah, it was, deal? It was at that time there was movies. There wasn't yeah. videos, right? Yeah. So, so like you would go, if you, if you were lucky enough to have one of those Billabong or Quicksilver and good enough to be one of the top three guys, you would go on a trip with like a Jack McCoy or, or someone like that where they were shooting film and it was cinematic and it was, you know, there's slow-mo and then there's regular speed and there's kind of like what we all knew of like classic surf movie music and it was it was for a select few and then when Taylor came around, video camera, like he's burn tape, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not film, you yeah. didn't have to process it. Yeah. Like we'd go out, he'd shoot, we'd go back to the house and watch it and yeah, rewind it and watch it and rewind it and watch it and rewind it. Yeah. That was it. So Dude, like, I, yeah, I get it. All of us wanted to see ourselves surf like any well, so normal ego maniac at that time <laughs> of like, I want to watch myself. Yeah. I'm going to see. And you know, the worst part of part about, well, at least in surfing is I surf like my favorite surfer in my head. And who's that? Like it, Tom Curran. Yeah. Like I yeah. surf like Tom Curran until I watched myself on video <laughs> and was like, fuck, I don't surf anything like Tom Curran. Like, fuck. Uh, and it's humbling. Yeah. You know, but at least you could see it and improve. And Taylor shot every, every day. It didn't matter if it was raining, windy. And I think that's what everybody connected with Taylor was like. Yeah. Hey, we're going to go out at Seaside, you yeah. know, and it's shit. But that's what the little kid can surf, you know. He's not yeah. getting eight-foot J-Bay. And, and, you know, so it was very relatable. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, I think Quicksilver and all of them, all those brands were like, who's Taylor? Like, like why are you guys bailing so on us to go film with this kid from... You know, yeah. Who is this? What the fuck is like, this thing? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's and it's not even it's not even fucking film. It's yeah. video. But it was so fun. Like his parents. I mean, I believe behind a lot of a lot of really good people are good parents, and and Taylor's parents are as amazing people that you will ever meet and come across in your life. Mm -hmm. And they just you could just see those him and his brother just fed off of that, and it was like. 
You were in town, everybody was at Taylor's house. Yeah, yeah, right. With Ma- parents and everybody, right? Ma- yeah, yeah, yeah. Mama's making what was his, dinner. What was his mom's name? Betty. Yeah, because I used to do video distribution through the whiskey videos on the of stuff, and I remember we crossed paths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, we used to watch those. Those oh, were shit. heavy. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me, man. That wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me, right. So so I don't wanna I don't wanna like, dude, you've been totally cool helping me out just trying to shoot this thing and I would love to I mean, we could shoot this shit forever, but something that this podcast, whatever it is, is really important to me about is that, that, you know, recognizing that there's people that, like us, are going through some shit. And we both talked quickly. It's like, wow, dude, how about that shit with Sonny Garcia? And like, I don't know Sonny. Do you know Sonny? You've known him? I know Sonny a little bit. And obviously, growing up, you know, he's, he's one of those guys you look up to and in in your head on the outside is the world is perfect you know it's, yeah I mean, it's sunny garcia it's like it doesn't get better than that you know like t- if there was a mount rushmore of surfing it would have sunny garcia on it you yeah know? yeah oh dude this is this is the one of the things that i think is the biggest like why i'm doing this is because it's like like you know, I don't want to start talking out of context. I don't know Sonny. I didn't know Andy. Um, I've met him a few times, but nothing. But the point isn't about like trying to make them any different. It's just that, like, dude, like, like right now, Sonny's. I think you know, it's pretty, it's pretty public. He's going through some shit, and like right now, if you were able to say anything to Sonny, like, what would you say? Like, what would you say? Like, if it was just like, like he's sitting there, I would imagine. I don't know maybe he's going through some shit. We don't know, but what would you, what would you say? I don't know. I mean, for me personally is, is, you know, every day you have the, the opportunity to, to kind of guide your ship. And like, there's a lot of dark that's out there and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, there's a lot of positives and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, I, I look at it and I, I, I drive mine like, okay, I got my boys. I have two boys and like, that's what it is. That's where it starts. I'm going to wake up. I'm going to work. I'm going to find something productive to do so that I can provide and, and be, a, be a good dad. And, and that fulfills me. But you have to have something that, you know, keeps the fire burning. And, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, you know that, like, at a time like this, for suddenly you read all of the posts. And there's so many people that l- l- not just admire him, but love him. Mm-hmm. Like, that are so passionate about what he's done for their life. And you would think that if, if you can put your hand on somebody and be like, Hey, I got you, buddy, Mm -hmm. that it would be enough. But Mm -hmm. sometimes it's not, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and, uh, you just don't know what's going on inside everybody. And dude, that's true. Words have never been spoken. And like when someone goes through stuff and they, they seem like they continue to go through these patterns or whatever, it's like, that's the time for me to pay attention to be like, okay, what's going on for this guy? And like, I might not be able to do anything for him. I don't, but, but like, I, I'm like, you just put your hand on my shoulder. I'm like, I'd like to do that. Like, I'd like to be like, Hey dude, I got you. Like yeah. I've done fucked up shit. I still do fucked up shit. I will <laughs> always do fucked up shit. I've done illegal shit. I've done more drugs and I've been waste. I smashed bottles. I'm like, I did all this shit and I'm not perfect. I'm not clean. But the thing is that that's like, I'm not this perfect human being, but fuck man. Like I believe that when you actually have the passion to surf, like that guy surfed, you actually also are open to a different kind of vulnerability that people don't understand. Like he's got a, he's got a heart. Like when you surf like that, yeah. um, 
and like his heart, my belief is your heart it has it's like a rubber band and it goes to the other end. So he's in the total like ripping stoked world, and it can also go to the other realm of like darkness. Like, yep. and so you know, it's like I think the same with Andy too. Like I'm the biggest Andy fan, and it was like, dude, people just don't people never get this guy because he shows off this part in his surfing that is so natural and unbelievable. But then there's this other side that people just don't really know how to deal with. Yep. And yeah. I, I think that was, I think he had a hard time dealing with it, you know? Like, yeah. It's just, yeah, it's, it, it's so tough. Like, like you said, if, if, if you could put your hand on that person and be like, it's all, it's going to be okay, yeah. you know, but you, you just don't know what's going on in there. And, and, yeah. uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's it it's heavy. It's it's talking through it, right? Like mm-hmm. like it feels it makes me feel good to talk to you to be like, okay, it's real not just in me, like you know it too, right? You feel it too. Like yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Like we're okay. It's like I don't know, it's like as you grow up, you you need your buddies to like, uh-huh. hey, I'm okay, right? This is normal, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know? Oh dude, uh, yeah, and I don't think that like one of the worst things for me was trying to go into normal society. And I don't mean, I don't mean this in a negative way or anything, but just like people couldn't get me because I've spent my whole life skateboarding and fucking snowboarding and surfing. So they just, so it's so fucking important for me to hook up with other people who could kind of get it. hundred percent. And then that's why I value you. So that's why I wanted to talk to you because I'm like, dude, you've been through it. Me getting stoked on some 18 year old surfer, like figuring out his career and everything like that. Like, that's cool they're doing. It. I'm super happy for them, but I can't even relate to that. I can relate to you because I'm on, I'm 50 years old, and I also don't want to erase the fact that I've got 35 years in this game, and that I, it's valuable to share it with people. Yeah, and that's what I think I'm. I want to do is like bring people like you and be like, dude, what do you, you know, fucking what what have you learned? My, you know, my my favorite thing that, that that's been over the last probably 10 years, you know, and it was having kids my kids are 18 and 20 now mm-hmm. um but i was 24 when i had my my son and and i didn't know how to be a parent i didn't know anything i just i know how to be a good friend and i know how to care about people and i know how to be responsible in that relationship with somebody and that's really what's kept me going and i've really the last 10 years is trying to share just what it is to be a responsible friend. Like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I haven't talked to you in a long time. You doing okay? And even if nowadays it's a text, not a phone call. Mm -hmm. Hey, just thinking about you. And like, that means the world because you don't know, was that the down day? Yeah. You know, like, did I I pick you up that day? I don't know. I wasn't trying. But I needed it. I needed to remember a thought about you. That yeah. like was just fucking awesome. Like that time when we were sitting on the beach in the middle of fucking nowhere, underneath a tent, hanging out, rapping, and I needed that. Like that reminded me of that moment, and I so needed that right now because my day was fucked. Yeah, yeah, everything and, and, went wrong. Yeah, dude, I, I love it because like that's 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 we. I do need that, and that's why I've been reconnecting with like like old skateboarder friends, everything. People have known me for 30 years. I mean, like, I just need to hear, like when I was going through some really hard stuff, I was like, I, I, want, I wanted, I really needed to hear that my whole life hasn't been a waste and fucked sure. up. Cause when you're in the pit, 
Or when I was in the pit, I just thought I sucked from head to toe and was always, you know, and like, that's like, I mean, if, if, if I, if I, I've never met Sonny or anything, if I was to be able to say anything to him, it's like, dude, I've been a fan forever. I've even heard about how much of a dick you've been in the water. And I get that. Like, dude, I fucking get that protecting your homeland and all that kind of stuff. And here's the thing is like, I accept all of you. Like I accept all of that. Yeah. And, 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 um, thank God you're not perfect. And I hear you're going through some stuff, but. I don't make you bad and we'll never write anybody off for that. You know, it's just like, yeah, that's probably something that a lot of people need to hear is I'm glad you're not perfect. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 you know, this is a little embarrassing, but I actually say it to myself every morning I wake up and I go, I don't want to be the, per I don't want to be perfect. Yeah. I don't want to be a perfect human being. And it just, for some reason has changed my life. I'm like, I don't want to be perfect. Fuck that. I don't want I, I really don't. I'm going to just do the best I can. When I screw up. I'm going to go back and try and, fix it. It might not be perfect, but that's it. I'm never going to be the perfect human being. And I want to tell people that ahead of time before they become my friend. Cause I'm like, so <laughs> no, just, dude, I just met you. I just met you. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm I don't want to be a perfect human being. So if you want to be my friend, dude, I'm going to fuck up sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's good to know right up front, right? Yeah, yeah, this, right? This is where we're going to start at. Yeah, sweet, dude. Like I said, I don't want to take up much of your time. I totally appreciate you doing this. This has been awesome, dude. I mean, I'm taking off with Noah tonight, but I'm going to be up and around. I'd love to connect with you Sick. more in the future. Sick. I'm in, I'm in Hermosa Beach, dude. Come find me anytime. Okay, I like it, dude. I'm going swimming. All right. All Epic. right, man. Okay. Thanks, huh? Cheers, dude. Yeah. Right on. This is the end of the podcast. And, uh, yeah, I don't even know what I'm supposed to say. Like, um... Fucking Bigsby said I had to, he's like, you got to shoot an intro and an outro. So what's an outro? Um, okay, done. Uh, that was awesome. Hey man, check out my uh, tickets for the next Red Bull jerk off session on the internet. So we can all sit around and watch a bunch of shitty footage that no one even gives a fuck about and it doesn't have anything invested in. But as long as the energy drink company fucking paid us, we're all stoked and good. This is great. All right. Have a good day. Got it.